Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. A conversation with her husband. Part four of our marriage counseling series. I'm reading from Ephesians 5 from verse 25 through to 33. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body just as Christ does the church, for we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Brothers, you can get it right. That is the title of a book I wrote several years ago, which represents a conversation with husbands. Today, our message to the Son of God called husband is that you can get it right. You have done the leaving of father and mother. You got married to this beautiful woman. So now you are in the category of men called husband. A husband has one wife and by connection, he is required to leave, cleave to her. Cleaving to her means that your relationship with her is not casual, but significant. It is more important than any other relationship. This is a relationship of one, which means that cleaving is not an abstract concept or a moving target. Cleaving means that you are joined, connected with this woman, your wife. Let us go back to the wedding ceremony and probably you had this, the sand ceremony. One color sand was in one jar and a second color sand was in another jar. Can you remember the pouring in of the sand from each jar into an empty jar? Yes, sir. <laughs> well, that is cleaving. The sand in the third jar is one, never to be separated. It's kind of late now, but to any one single man hearing this message, be careful what color sand you want to join with in your third jar. Find the right sand. Sand that is of similar texture, but sand of a different color. Sand that will blend well with you. Before you leave father and mother, make sure you have found the right sand. If you're going to be married to this woman, you have to understand what she is bringing to the table. She has already decided that she's going to submit to you. So you have to set the stage for her submission. You have to create the context in which she is going to submit. The text says that context is love, but not just an arbitrary love, but a costly and precious love, a love like no other. Jesus modeled that love for the church by giving up himself for her. That is the price he paid in order to win her over. So when she submits to you, she's no fool. She recognizes the true and powerful love you have for her and her only. People are drawn to Jesus because they are convinced that Jesus loves them so much that he gave his life for her. Husband, you must love your wife so much that she has no doubt 
Your love is the real thing. There may have been others who claimed to love her, but they didn't make the mark because those love fell short. But you are authentic. You are genuine. You love. Man, I cannot imagine how easy it is for the church to submit to Christ who loves the church and has given himself for her. I hope we have not lost you, my brother, because this is grown folk stuff that requires that you are on board totally. So now we are married. Yes, sir. <laughs> First night was exciting and the marriage is sealed. They call that the consummation of the marriage. Of course, you know that that was supposed to be the two virgins who got married in that fancy ceremony. And so the consummation of the marriage through sex is what is going to seal the deal. You are now one flesh. So my friend, the real marriage starts after that. Not only have we exchanged vows, poured sand, had sex for the first time, but now the one flesh that has been created will now be sustained by your love for this amazing woman. Listen to this part of the text. To make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. What? How am I going to do all of that? Let's think about it. You are going to love her through good times and bad times, through challenges, through moments of frustrations and disappointments. You cannot stop loving her because your love is that process that is going to make her become holy, make her become clean, make her become like the church without stain or wrinkle or any blemish, holy and blameless. How am I going to do all of that? Take it easy, my friend. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Philippians 4 and verse 13. You don't think that God would have left you all by yourself, would you? You need Jesus to strengthen you every day. So while you're busy being husband, your, your cord is plugged into the source of strength, Jesus himself. I think you get it. It is easy to get married, but it takes courage. It takes understanding. It takes bravery. It takes help from Jesus in order to stay married, in order to love your wife through every situation. You're called to love her as you love yourself so that you will not withhold any good thing from her and you will not violate your love for her by pursuing any other person. Jesus has one church and he's not looking for another. You have one wife. Love her. Cleave to her. Have the best marriage ever because as you love, she submits. And now the two will live happily ever after.